Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Awesome Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Adol Wilgelander. This is a place where we come together and talk about parenting issues. Let's just say I'm super passionate about parenting and want so badly to do a good job at it. I'm blessed with a very insightful mother who is a parenting expert. She's taught hundreds of mothers in Baltimore over the last 15 years, Mrs. Gitty Horowitz. We get together each week and hash out something that's on my mind or a conversation I've had with a friend or something that one of our listeners brought up. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And if there's someone that you know that you think would enjoy it, please send it their way. Let's do this together. This podcast is sponsored by the Intentional Jew Podcast Network. Check them out at intentionaljew.com. Let's go. Hi, Ima. How are you? How's your week? Hashem, how are you doing? Amazing, amazing. Um, in this week's episode, I want to talk to you about criticism. It's my own question. I want to know if you can guide me with perhaps a little inspiration as to, you know, I know it's wrong, just just how damaging it could be um, to for that little push, um, and also specific specific ideas that I could put into practice. I'm finding that I'm very critical specifically of my oldest, but in general, as the kids get older, I'm, I'm just developing more expectations of them. And they're not based on nothing. They're based on things that I've reviewed over and over again, but they're just not going through and I'm just becoming more critical about it. You know, as we go on, I can give you specific examples, but let's just start there. I'm finding myself to be very critical, and in general, I'm a positive person. So, how am I? How am I getting to this place? Okay, um, I just tell you a very quick story before we move forward. This Shabbos, Abba and I were at in an afraf, a beautiful afraf of wonderful people, and one of the friends of the one of the friends of the chassan got up. And Baruch Hashem wasn't one of these bash the in one of those weekends, which I have a very hard time with, which is not for this podcast. But um, it, it was he got up and he spoke beautifully about the chassan. And he said probably the greatest compliment he could give to the chassan was that in all of his years, and they're friends since they're in diapers, um, the greatest um, praise that he could give to the chassan and it was that the chassan never criticized him, ever. And there were many opportunities to do that. And um, Abba turned to me and said something like, welcome to 2022. We're like, really, that's the best friend? Like, you never criticized him? Like, the Mishnah says, have have someone who will will put your feet to the fire, who's going to correct you, who's going to tell you you just did messed up, you know, who's going to help you to be a better person. You never criticized him? So that's funny. I was right away thinking critical thoughts on your story as you're saying it. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like the sound of it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I hear, I hear, I hear Abba's. Uh, so criticism is not something that is well received nowadays. And that's um, where a lot of gray areas come in. It's not, it's, it's, it's not well received. Um, Many years ago already, the uh, Magid from Yerushalayim um, said that the only way to give Musr nowadays is to tell something funny 
uh, to tell a good story and tell something funny. And when the person's laughing and his mouth is open, stuff in the Musar. In other words, like couch it in a story, couch it in something that the person is going to be receptive to, and then you can criticize. So that's that's the dar that we're living in. Dar is a very sensitive, um, um, lacking in stolz, lacking in self-worth, and 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 criticism is not something that's either easily received. So um, I think that's something that we have to accept um, as a reality and try to work within it. Um, the reality is also that without uh, constructive criticism, we don't grow as people. We don't grow as employees. We don't grow as, as children. We don't grow as spouses. We don't grow. Whatever relationship it is or whatever we're trying to achieve, we're not growing if we don't get a certain amount of feedback. Um, call it mm-hmm. whatever you want, but it's criticism. That's really what it is. If you look up the definition of criticism, what you will be told is the, the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. Um, it's the analysis. It's a judgment of something that you did. Um, and people don't like to hear about their faults. People don't like to hear about their mess ups, mm-hmm. but reality is that if we don't hear about them, change is very, very minimal, if if at all. So certainly we have expectations of our children. We also have responsibility towards our children. Really, the only responsibility we have towards our children is vishinantam levanecha. Right? We're supposed to teach them. We're supposed to make sure that we give over to them Sora, that, that it's passed down from generation to generation. That's our responsibility. So we have a responsibility to criticize our children. We do. The question is how it's done. And that's really we, what it comes down to. Now, you said before that you're a positive person. You're a happy person. You have a happy home. Um, you have a good relationship with your children. You're in a good place to criticize them. I know, but it just doesn't seem, first of all, it doesn't seem like it's being received. And, well, I guess I would need to know maybe if I'm, what, what I'm doing, uh, what I could be doing different. But also it just comes out as so negative. So that's the question is you have to ask yourself why. But let's go through a few, a few ground rules and um, see how many of those you can put into, into play and see if it changes the picture at all. Okay. And, and step number one, I, I think you, you already have, but just for the purposes of the, of the, the um, audience that we have, let me, let me just go through them one by one. Um, so the first thing is you have to have a strong relationship with the person to whom you are giving Musar, to whom you are criticizing. Um, you, have to, you have to have a secure relationship. You have to have a relationship with the other person is not going to feel that you're putting them down for the sake of putting them down. It can't be a power play. If you don't have a good, strong relationship with them where the other person knows that you love them dearly and you would take, you know, give them the shirt off your back or more, or as my, as you know, this offer that I was at, if you take a bullet for them, right? So um, that means you have a pretty, you know, you have a strong relationship and you can give musr. Um, we also have to understand that very young children don't need musr. They, they don't need to be criticized. 
They just need to be shown the right way to do things and move very, very calmly. And really what you're working on more than anything else is establishing the relationship. Um, we do definitely correct. If a child is, is running around the house, um, urinating all over the place, we don't just, you know, ignore it. They have to be corrected. They have to be shown this is what we do, and there have to be consequences to their actions, okay? Um, we also have to keep them safe. But it's, it is all about, about the relationship. Once the safety is in place, it's about the relationship. Um, and once that relationship is in place, if you know someone loves you dearly, you're much more ready to take that correction and that criticism, okay? Again, there are other, other parameters as well. But the first thing is the relationship. Um, it's interesting because I, I, I find that it, the, the child often um, reacts in con- um, expressing a non like expressing upsetness in the relationship more than what you're saying. You know, if I'll say like, you are a, you are a, um, I have to, I have to put an example here. Uh, let's say I'm criticizing your cleanliness. They right away take it as you, you don't like me or you don't, you don't want to help me. I, example, I can't find my pajama shirt. So because this is an ongoing struggle of your mess on your shelves, I might say something like, if you would keep your shelves neat, you might have an easier time finding your pajama shirt, you know, to which they say, you don't want to help me. Let me ask you a question. If you can't find the baking powder because you're not so careful that we put things in the kitchen and you're trying to bake a cake and you can't find your baking powder and your husband comes in and says, well, if you just keep the shelves neat, well, how loving would you feel at that point? How much would you feel that he cares That's about you? That's the thing, but you could know you have a relationship, but in the moment, it's all about the relationship. Exactly. So okay. step number two, step number two is waiting for the right moment for that criticism. In the moment is, like, never is a very long time, but I would say as a rule, never in the moment do you criticize the fact that she's not keeping her shelves clean. She's not, it's not, Almost not humanly possible to accept the criticism at that point. Bishas Misa is not the time to criticize, okay? Um, it's, even if it works, it's going to leave that scar of, you don't really care so much about me. I needed my pajamas, and all you could think about was my clean shelves or the lack thereof. That's definitely going to be part of the, what's being communicated. And you don't mean to communicate that. You really want to show her, look, cause and effect, messy shelf. You can't find your pajamas. It's in your, like, how could you not see that? It's, it would seem like the best time to point it out when there's. Exactly. And it is the worst. But I think the baking soda, soda exa- example, both baking soda example is a good one because we can somewhat relate to that. I need to get this cake in the oven. I just need a teaspoon of baking powder. Don't tell me that I don't keep my cabinets neat. And there's 16 other reasons why it's not neat and why it's not in the place where it needs to be. So don't tell me I don't keep them neat. I need the baking powder now. Right. Okay, help me. Right? So in the time of, time of the, the moment, it's not, um, it's not, res- it's not respectful. It's not, ex- it's not, it's not going to be accepted. Right? So if your goal is to teach her to be 
neat and and organized, you're not going to achieve that probably. So why do it? Okay. So at that time, it's very important that you bite your tongue. Okay. Um, help her find the pajamas. Or if you don't have time, say, I'm so sorry. I wish I could help you right now, but I'm feeding the baby or I'm I have a meeting or whatever it is. I would love to help you. I, I wish I could help you now, but I can't help you now. If you can't find it, then as soon as I can help you, I'll kind of come to help you, but I can't do it right now. Okay. Later on, when you have this conversation and you do criticize her organization and you help her to, you know, you, you positively criticize her, what's constructively criticize her, right? You're going to say, and I'm not always going to be able to help you. Like this happened. I was feeding the baby. I was running out to a meeting. I'm not always going to be able to find it for you. What can we do so that you'll have an easier time finding it yourself? Right. Others create a desire on her part to want to This is change. very interesting because as you're saying it, I'm thinking that the negativity of criticism is, would probably, is probably more often the venting of the frustration of the moment. That it comes out negative like that. Exactly. And that's why it doesn't work. And that's, that's, I also, I also have to laugh because that's also probably why Abba has such a, a problem with people that don't like criticism because Abba's a very positive person and he does it for the other person. He doesn't do it for the vent. Right. He doesn't vent. Abba's not a venter, right? So he doesn't, doesn't right. see it the same way. Okay, okay. let's go on. So the second the thing moment. is, second thing is not in the, the moment. In the moment child's frustrated, a child needs help. If you can help them, help them. You can't help them explain that you can't right now, but don't start pontificating about her lack mm -hmm. of organization. That's okay. not the time. Um, be very careful about when you're, when you do find the right time to do it, tone of voice, facial expressions, um, your sincerity. Don't roll your eyes at her. Don't put her down. Don't, um, don't, don't be cold. The message you want to give her is, I love you. I want you to be able to do this properly. So I, I, I'm going to do whatever I can to make it work for you. So um, a hug, a kiss, a touch. Um, come, let's talk about something that happened the other day. I want to I see what we can do to make things better for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, body language, facial expressions, very, very important. It's not just the fact that you need to do, do some constructive criticism. It's everything that goes along with it. Um, role play with her. This, this is a, another point. It's not about just giving muster to the child. Role play with her. If it was something that she said wrong to another child, Teach her the right thing to say. Just put her down. Show her. Some kids don't have it um, physically so easily to, to, to fold things properly and to put them on the shelves. Um, you know, you might be someone who's very neat and organized by nature. Your child might be just the opposite. Okay, so it doesn't come so easily to her. So give her tricks of the trade. What can we do to make this easier for you? Maybe she needs baskets mm -hmm. on her shelf. Maybe she needs dividers on her shelf. It's not just about criticism. It's about being constructive in your desire to teach her how to keep a clean closet. Okay? 
um, the message has to be clear that I'm here to help you. It's not about me. I know how to keep a clean closet. You know, of course you don't say that. Uh, my kitchen's clean. I, I'm modeling Seder um, Nikayon. I'm I'm good at that. And I want you to be as good as you can at it because it's going to be very helpful in your life. And you see that it's hard when you don't have that Seder Nikayon and you're in, even if you're not in a rush, if you're in a rush for sure, you need to find your whatever. But if you are in a rush, you certainly you know, if it's, things are neat and, and organized, it's going to be much easier to find what you need. So it's really, I'm doing, I am doing this for you. And it needs to be for you. If you're venting, it is not for her. It's for you. And that's really where you have to tease out, why am I doing what I'm doing? Is that I can't stand this mess? Is that I don't want to be bothered? Because if that's where it's coming from, just stop right there. Another example of, you know, I hear Robertson Spetner's words of no parenting is better than bad parenting. When you're doing it for yourself, it's not, it's not going to end well. Right. Okay. Um, it should never be done in public is another very important piece. Very, very important piece. It should be done in private, just the two of you. Her kavod is very important. Don't do it in front of her siblings. Don't Certainly don't do it in front of her friends. But as much as possible, don't do it in front of her siblings either. We're nearly not allowed to embarrass a person in public. Criticism, especially nowadays, is very embarrassing for some kids. And um, you're going to lose their respect. Um, and, and certainly their relationship is going to be um, harmed. So very, very important. You do it just the two of you. You can even point it out to her. You know, I've been wanting to tell you this, but we didn't have a time alone together. I didn't want to say it in front of anyone else. Point it out to her that you're not telling her in front of her siblings. You didn't want to embarrass her. It's not about embarrassing her. It's about sharing information that's, that's important mm-hmm. for her. However, however you can say that. And certainly the next point is don't call her messy. Mm-hmm. Don't call her irresponsible. Don't title, don't give her a title. Don't give her a, a name, a negative name. Um, they, they become self-fulfilling prophecies, but they're also a tremendous put down. Um, and it can also be counterproductive. Well, you said I'm messy. I'm messy. That's the way I am. What do you expect from me? I'm just messy. Is it a subtle difference if we, if we say this is a messy way? Why? Why not put it in the positive as much as possible? Don't you want to do it in a way that's organized so that it's easy to find things? What, what do you think would make it easier to find things? Just why, why bring that? The less negativity you bring to it, right. the better. So that's constructive. Build. Okay. Constructive. Um, and, and like I said, don't call her names. Don't say she's messy. She's you know, say you're, you're so, you're so put together and find areas in her life that she is put together. She brushes her hair pretty, you know, it's in neatly in a ponytail or she, she dresses nicely. She, whatever it is that she does say, you're so put together in this way. Let's see if we can take that and, and transfer it to your closet. Let's see what we can do to do that. How I can help you to, to transfer that Mida that you have, that character trait that you have that is so, so helpful in that area. Let's see how we can transfer it to this area. Positivity, build her up. She'll want it, do it, create a desire in her to want it. That 
It takes a lot more time in the short run and a lot less time in the long run. Undoing criticism that's really critical and demeaning. The problem with criticism is criticism that done that is done properly is not properly is not demeaning. Criticism often is demeaning, so people don't like it. But when we create a desire within the child to want to do it that way, then then it, it's not perceived on their part as as demeaning. And um, at the end of anything that you do, if you te- you're teaching them something that was hard for them and it's it was a criticism, try to end it with something positive. When you finish cleaning up the whole closet, say something like, "Whoa, that's you really learned a lot, a, a great skill here. Let's go have some ice cream." Connect it with something positive. Okay, it doesn't always have to be food. That's that's a mistake that I often make. But it doesn't have to be food. It could be let's go let's go take a long bike ride together. So something that she loves to do with you. You just spent all that time together with her doing something that was hard for her, was hard for her to accept. Connect it with something positive. Let's go whatever she likes to do. I don't know whatever you're able to do at that point. Connect it with something positive. Those are my suggestions. Criticism is it's it's an art to be able to criticize well, and I dare say that nowadays it's an art that is mm-hmm. close to being lost, and therefore people err on the side of not doing it at all. So because criticism has become demeaning, so don't do it. So now children are not getting the the chinuch right. that they need, which is a, a terrible, terrible uh, lack in, in in bringing up children today. And they all, a child who's able to accept constructive criticism is going to be a much happier child and a much more successful child, adult. Wow. Okay. That's very helpful. Let me just review a little bit of what I've picked up. So what, I'm, what, we be, what we've said today is that um, criticism is not a bad thing. Um, criticism is very, it's, it's vital in, in I'm bringing up children. Um, it's our job. So the question is how we do it. So we're saying in context of a relationship is number one. Um, in other areas of the bigger picture, we need to have a strong, positive, healthy relationship. Once we have that in place, we have to remember that in the moment of the, um, we're, we shouldn't point things out bad in the moment. And that's, I think, the, um, I think that's the starting point. Because once you do that, just from what I, can, what, what I can relate to my own situation, once you do that, you can, you're already setting yourself up for constructive criticism. When it's not in the moment, when you're not venting frustration, when you're not emotional about it, that's when you can set up a groundwork for, um, for constructive criticism. And then we, we talked about different um, specific ideas of how to do constructive criticism. The idea is to focus on what were the positive skills, what we're trying to build, why we're trying to build it. This is, don't we want this? This is our goals. This is what we want to do. And um, just try to stay positive and encouraging. Yeah, and like we said, end it with something positive. That will leave a good taste. Um, but I really think the not in the moment is, is the key here. That's what I'm learning. Anyway, so. Totally agree. Awesome. So that's super helpful. Thank you. Okay, and remember, when you're we're beginning to do things a different way, it's very difficult to change behavior. So at the very least, pick one thing, like you said, not in the moment, 
tell yourself that from now on, the next time you want to criticize or you want to try to change behavior, you're not going to do it in the moment and stop yourself from doing it in the moment. Okay. It's, you know, sorme ra tov. So now we're going to sorme ra and not in the moment. And then you're going to work on the tov. But it's very, very important that sorme ra because it's ra. In the moment, it's, it's your, as you said so perfectly, you're venting. Yes. There we go. Okay. Have a lovely day. Thank you for joining our discussion today. We hope you found it meaningful. If you have any specific questions or general topics you'd like us to discuss, send them our way. Awesomemomparenting at gmail.com. Your thoughts and feedback are so helpful to all of us.